everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hue I Do. Ashley. I'm Tania. And we have a very, very sweet guest on the show with us today. Her name is Melissa, and she's going to tell us about her, like, love story. I mean, she got married in a very, very quick time frame. Um, She got engaged this year, and then, like, three months later, she got married. And we learn all about it. We learn how she did it, how much she spent on her wedding, the whole thoughts and emotions of being married in a pandemic. You know, like she was very wonderful to talk to. And we learned so much about her. And one thing, honestly, Tania, that I really, really loved about this conversation, it just goes to show like how many types of weddings and brides and couples that we get a chance to talk to like I know the fact that she you know she's pregnant she was getting married some people knew some people didn't know like choosing her ring the fact that you know there's certain things that like we hear about you know very bridezilly bride not bridezillas but you know like certain people that are like I want my wedding to be like this 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 And the fact that she relinquished a lot of that stuff to her mom, you know, like. Yeah, you really don't hear too much about that. As I said on the show, like, there's always a tug of war, you know, between mothers and daughters. And so, yeah, like, you will get to hear all about her story. We talk to so many brides, but every bride's story is different, you know. So that's what I love about our show. No. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. But yeah, so after this quick break for an ad, you'll get to learn all about Melissa and her perfect day. Stay tuned. So I have one question for you. Have you shopped with Hue I Do yet? If not, I suggest you go to shop.hueido.com and get you and your girl something. We continue to add to the store and we want you to be the first to grab it. So go do that. Second, we want to thank you for listening to Hue I Do and making us one of the top wedding podcasts out right now. Yes, you heard that right. One of the top wedding podcasts out right now. Brides.com recently featured us in an article and we were number two. So we want to thank you for continuously supporting us and basically putting us on the map. Follow us on Hue I Do Wed on IG, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. And we love y'all once again. That's it. Be safe and have a blessed week. Enjoy the rest of this episode. We have a very special guest on the show with us tonight. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Melissa Phillip, and I'm really excited to be on today's episode of I Do. Hey, we're excited to talk to you about your engagement and your wedding and all of those warm and fuzzy things. Because, you know, sometimes we just need to hear a little bit more about like black love and you know successful like relationships and things like that and just know how someone 
else navigated this whole process, especially in the year that was 2020, because come on, like everybody that got engaged and married in that year, check, hands <laughs> off. <laughs> it was, ew, oh goodness. But anyway, so tell us about your boo. So my, my husband's name is Manuel Phillip and it's so nasty because we have the exact same initials. So it's just MP. <laughs> Neither of us have middle names. So it's like, yeah. but um, where he's, I forgot how old he is, but he's a few years older than me. Um, we met initially on a dating site called POF and he will never let me live this down. He has been quote unquote, as he says, chasing me for three years and I ignored him for a very long time. I mean, for three years, I ignored him. I don't really know why. I honestly don't really remember him, like, trying to talk to me. So maybe it's just him. But I actually have conversations, like, screenshots. And I'm like, I really didn't need to talk to you. One day, one random day, he replied to my Instagram story. And I still don't know even how I was following him because I never saw him on Instagram. <laughs> and he replied to my story and he he just said something that just caught my attention. He, um, I was talking about how I give away to the homeless and I, I help out around in my community a lot. And, you know, not a lot of people respond to videos of that nature often, but he did. And he, you know, he just said, like, he said, like, you're such a warm-hearted spirit. I would, you know, like, we should have more people like you. And I was just like, who is this guy? And you're like, who are you? And from there on, it, it, we just, our relationship formed and it's been amazing. However, I actually didn't know the time that he messaged me, he was living in San Francisco and he did not tell me this until he had to fly to New York so that we can meet in person. And I'm like, oh, okay, like you're from Brooklyn, right? So, you know, when am I gonna see you? And he's like, uh, about that. I actually moved and I'm like, so you wasn't gonna tell me nothing. You're just gonna let me think you're still here. And that, that, was, that was fun, long distance relationship, I guess. But that's, that's him and I, mean, I can talk about him all day, honestly. Aww. <laughs> Distance, though. That's my hobby. Sounds like <laughs> your relationship was divine, you know, like, yeah. Like the fact that he was chasing you. Wait, okay, so quick question. All right. So, like, was he like messaging you on Plenty of Fish or like he noticed you outside of the app and then saw you on the app and was like, listen, like, this is my time? Because, like I said, I don't remember him <laughs> so from what his recollection is we were we were talking on plenty of fish mm -hmm. and then it moved to snapchat somehow or just social media in general gotcha. and then from snap it just kind of disintegrated a bit and just never went anywhere. But he would always, I do remember he would, he was always that guy that would just, like, if I posted a video, he would just say like, oh, you're beautiful. And it's just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, like. Gotcha, that, yeah. You know, yeah. So it's just like, whatever. Yeah. And 
he just always did that. So I never really paid much attention to him. Like, well, I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah. What is that really? What is yeah, that? what does that mean? You know, exactly. like, okay, you I'm pretty, but okay, is that it? Right. Can I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I need a, hey, I want to take you out at seven o'clock, be ready. That's exactly. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so he did that for some time. And then I, at some point we did like, talk and it, it like once again it just shriveled away and then we reconnected like literally three years later it was just- gotcha okay okay all right oh okay so how long were y'all dating before you actually got engaged a year and a half okay that's not bad that's a, that's a good amount of time Oh yeah, I had I had a timeline for him. Oh wait, you had a timeline for him? Oh, oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I, I like don't, how I, you, you do know, it now. <laughs> I don't. I I don't. I'm not okay. I'm a I'm a planner. I think that comes with my profession. Just lesson plans and everything is like planned for every day. And so I told him coming into the relationship because we were celibate, and I made sure he understood. I don't date for fun. If you want to date me, it has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. We're breaking up every other day because, you know, of disagreements or anything. We, it was none of that. No, we're, we have God in the center. We're going to have a boundaries list. We're going to put down what we are looking for and expecting from one another. And the same way that you expect me to fulfill your wants and your needs, I expect the same thing. And I expect to be somebody's wife. And if that's not something that you are interested in doing, that is perfectly fine. You can be with whoever else you want to be with, but it won't be me. And he was like, I'm cool. And I was like, great then. <laughs> and so I told him, I was like, after a year, honestly, mentally he has a very tough woman because I majored in English and psychology so I'm like in his head all the time and I'm like the psyche of the mind really takes about three to six months to confirm if you are okay with someone a year I feel like is a good enough time if you're with someone you've actually formed a tangible relationship and you guys are moving in a positive pace in a positive space to know where you want to go after the year is done. And so we did like a year review (laughs) of one another. Like, so how did this year feel? Like, what are some things that you would like to change? We do like monthly like insights on each other. Like, so how was this month for you? What was something that you feel like could have changed? What was your mental state like this month? And you know, it's it's a good thing to always have. Mm -hmm. And you know, we were like, I liked it. I, you know, at some point you either can return the product or you're going to have to keep it. And <laughs> he decided to keep it. So I was like, awesome. And yeah, after that, it was just like, hey, whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Let's do it. I love that. Yes. <laughs> the point, we not wasting nobody's time. Like this is, okay. I love that even kind of the professionalness of like I'm thinking the performance reviews this year quarterly like are we on the same page we good okay yeah. you- things can change after a year you might not film me no more and that's fine but don't don't drag me on into a seven-year relationship just to tell me I don't want to marry you I'll, exactly I'll give you a year and a half for you to figure oh. it out with yourself that's real that this is it you're locked in with me given plenty of opportunities to like 
if you need to say something, here it is. Here's the platform to do so. Let's exactly. let's move forward. You know that that's some real maturity there. And I mean, not to like put your age out there, but you are like I think about ten years younger than Tania and I. So for you to even be that mature, like that is amazing. Yes. Really? Yes. I feel like a baby now. Baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're Late both nineties, mid nineties at least. We're both Gemini's. I did catch that. She's the 27th. I'm the 29th, you know. <laughs> May Gemini's at that. <laughs> but for real, um, that, that makes me even more excited to learn more about y'all's journey together. Because if you already like approached the relationship with that level of maturity, and we've had friends that are even older than us that were uncomfortable with even just having simple conversations like that with their significant others and even now like some of their spouses so I can just imagine like as we get through all this like you're gonna be giving us stuff to like jot down and take (laughs) notes over so we are going to play a very quick game of this or that so it's something we do every week basically you pick between this option or that option you tell us why that's it um and we'll start off with you since you are our guest today. So this first one actually is not like, it's more like relevant to right now than it is more so wedding based. But anyway, so, and I'm just curious because <laughs> I just saw both of these. So Sylvie's love or soul? We're actually supposed to see soul after this. <laughs> so I did not, I did not see neither of them. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. But the fact that, okay, so you're going to see soul later. So, okay. All right. What about you, Tania? (laughs) Well, I haven't seen soul yet. So, um, Oh, I thought you saw both. mm -mm. No, I only saw Sylvie's love. And then I binge watched, um, Bridgerton on, um, on Netflix. So, I mean, but I heard that soul is really good, but since I only watched Sylvie's love, I'm going to just say Sylvie's love. I would say Sylvie's love, but I'll be honest, I was really not paying attention to either movie. So, like, I was doing stuff and watching the movie. So, yeah, no, you need to sit down and really watch it and take it all in. Probably not, but okay. So, next, <laughs> so next round. All right. So, getting proposed in like, something that you thought was going to be a date night. So like a date night that turned into a proposal or like a fake event with like, you know, whether it was something with your friends or like your family, just to like get you to a particular space and then getting proposed that way. Um, definitely a date night that turned into a proposal. Cause that's exactly how I got proposed. <laughs> Aww. Anyways. So, and I told him I didn't, I like intimate proposals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're Haitian. And Haitians cannot, we don't know how to whisper. And <laughs> I <laughs> I need that moment of just, whoa, this just happened without people like, oh my gosh, let me show you the It was nice to have like a good hour and a half before I called my mom, called everybody and like let it out. So it was like, oh, this is really it. Oh my gosh. So yeah, definitely first choice. I love that. Okay. Tania. You know, I, so I honestly think that I would want it to be like a fake event, but not really fake event. Like 
Like, I want us to go there, my friends and my family be there, because then I don't have to do any type of party afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, but he could do it in private first and then be like, you know, and then kind of sort of like how you had yours, you know, like you thought you were going to an event and then he proposed and then we all came out. So, yeah. So, like, I think I would like that because I want my friends and family to, you know, take pictures with me and cry and like, you know, laugh and have a whole little party. So, yeah. So I think I would want, you know, it, it to be done that way. Okay. All right. So for save the dates, doing a magnet or a post-it? Not post-it, a postcard. Oh, goodness. Not a (laughs) post-it. So what type of save the date would you prefer? I would prefer a magnet. Okay. Yeah. I've seen people have like the magnets from like 2003 still. You know, postcards, people just toss them. But a magnet, I mean, it's on the fridge. That's true. (laughs) Stay there until you get it. (laughs) <laughs> okay Tania I want a magnet as well good answer as someone that did a postcard if I could go back in time I would do a magnet because nobody flipped the other side of the postcard over <laughs> <laughs> I did but like maybe 10% of y'all did the rest of y'all didn't okay and the last one is when you're getting ready, would you prefer to get ready at the venue or to get ready at like a hotel or an Airbnb close by? Uh, I was so biased. A hotel, because that's what I did. It's got to get ready at a hotel. Um, I like the, the fact that I was able to wake up, take a shower, and then just get ready there. I didn't have to move somewhere else, you know, and then everyone came to me. It was just nice. I wasn't able to drink because I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Wedding. so but it was nice just kind of having everyone just like sit on the bed and we were talking and praying and it was it was more relaxing I felt like just being in a hotel personally that's good to me the same um I'd rather get ready at a hotel Airbnb close by many of the same reasons that Melissa you know, like stated so okay yeah how about you um I think it would depend on the venue's bridal suite, but it might be easier for everyone to just be at like a hotel or something nearby and then just go over. But I'm really indifferent. I don't think I have a preference one way or another. Gotcha. As long as we're sticking with the timeline, I'm fine. And there aren't just random people showing up and asking a whole bunch of questions and, you know, doing all that. So... Anyway, well, let's now get into all the wonderful feelings, emotions, everything that led up to your perfect day. So you've already told us about your husband and you gave us a little bit about how he proposed. Um, Go a little more into detail about how he proposed to you. For a week or so, he, okay, so I'm very, very particular he says I'm picky, but I, I like the word particular more. Mm-hmm. And I, I picked out my ring. I gave him two options mm-hmm. out of like six that I had initially. And I was like, you can either choose this or that, but I love them both equally. Okay. So whichever one you choose, I'll be happy with either one. And um, I he got a package and I had a strong feeling that it was the ring because he is terrible with surprises. I mean, if he could have told me he got the ring that day, he would have told me. 
And so, I mean, because he, he was just being weird. Like he went into the closet and he was just like shuffling things around. It, it was just like, it was really sus. I'm not going to lie. But because of my nature of just being nosy, um, <laughs> I didn't want to ruin the surprise for myself. So I made sure that I took out anything, engagement, wedding. I just took it all out. And I was like, you know what, Melissa? Whatever happens, it's going to happen. Just let it come naturally. And so I went to this like zen moment of not thinking about it or anything. That happened, let's say, on Sunday. He proposed, I would say, like, Wednesday or Thursday-ish. Like, in the, like towards the end of the week. And I was telling him that I wanted to get my nails done. But I was being lazy. I usually do press-ons. And so, you know, I was just going to have to do it at home. But I was being so lazy. <laughs> and he kept pressuring me this, this specific day to get my nails done. And right before he got home, he was like, so did you get your nails done? I'm like, no. Like, why are you, are you pressing me to get my nails done? Like, calm down, man. It's not that, it's not that deep. And he got upset. He's like, but I told you to get your nails I'm like... <laughs> you've never cared about my press ons I don't know why you care so much now and so okay I did them and I'm like is there a reason why you had because these was these were nice press ons you know like this is like special occasion <laughs> type of press ons so I'm like they have what are we doing because I didn't I know I didn't just waste these press ons for fun sir <laughs> you're gonna have to reimburse me my money back because the hell and he's like no get ready we're gonna go on a date I'm like okay where are we going He's like, oh, we're going to go on a picnic to Stone Mountain. And um, th that's like a mountain here in Atlanta. And I'm like, okay, I love picnics. Great. Let's go. Let's do it. And so we get our picnic stuff ready. Like we have our blanket and we go to the store. We get some sandwiches and fruits and like the whole nine. And Stone Mountain is 10 minutes away from us. We drive all the way past Stone Mountain. And I'm like, where the hell are you taking me, bro? Like, where are we going? And I'm like, I'm kind of just like, okay, I'm not, we just moved to Atlanta. So he proposed in June, we moved in April. So I don't know the area that well. So I'm just like, okay, maybe this is another way. I don't really know. And then we stopped in front of Atlanta's Botanical Gardens. And I am a big, like, nature garden food. like I love everything dealing with the outdoors so I'm like oh, you took me to the botanical garden somewhere and I've never been to one before surprisingly so I'm hyped as heck and we go and I find out that they had an Alice in Wonderland like exhibit which is my favorite book and movie ever and so I'm like how so I was already excited that Alice in Wonderland was here. Like, I didn't care about anything else but that. And so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm look nice, whatever. He got me flowers. And I'm like, so like, ditzy. He swears that I knew, but I really like was just in that moment that I didn't think about a proposal. And so we're walking around and there's this statue that we see. And I call it the Tafiti statue because it looks like the girl in Moana. And it was beautiful. And we're like on this high line kind of bridge like looking down at her and so I tell him like take a picture of me like looking at her so like she's like in like the shadow in a sense and he takes a picture of me and the song because I had I had my engagement planned out for him and so <laughs> the song that I told him if he proposes to me 
it starts playing and in my head like it's like I didn't hear it for some reason until like it was like something taught like you know when you're not listening to something and then it's just kind of like in the background and then like I turned around and I was like who is playing this music in this park like why would this ghetto so <laughs> and I turn around and he's down on one knee and I'm like are you serious you're joking bro like get up Stop it. Don't do this to me. Because he's done that so many times where he'll like fake like he'll like fake acting like he's tying his shoes and he's like, uh, and I'm like, stop, because I'll kill you right now. Um and I'm like, yeah, he's serious. And he was serious. And it was just uh it was so amazing. And the the beautiful part is before we got on the bridge, there were so many people walking. Like, you know, I'm just walking into the, wherever they're going. And it was like, at this moment, not one person was on that bridge, like at all. Gardens is beautiful. It was just like lush trees and all these leaves was around us. And it was like the birds just knew this moment. Had, it was so tranquil. Like I felt like Aww. God literally placed this moment and everything to just be perfect. And it, it was, uh, it was amazing. And like I said, I like intimate moments. So the fact that there wasn't anyone there to just be like, oh, congratulations. Like, I, didn't want, I didn't want any of that noise. And so it was just so surreal. For me, it was surreal. The crazy thing is I'm a crier and I didn't cry. And so that's one of the reasons why he thinks I knew because I didn't cry. And I'm like, bro, I had a lot of makeup on. You're bugging. Like I was sucking them things in, okay? Trust me, I could have let them out, but no. And so it was just, uh, yeah, my proposal was amazing. I, I love every second of it. That's so beautiful. I love it. I love a good proposal story. That, uh, mm-hmm. how you wanted it. Yes, God was all in those details. He made sure that your proposal would be perfect. So let's talk about that ring, though. So you <laughs> you told him, like, you could pick between this one or that one. Like, I love them just as equal. So w- tell us about, like, the two and then the one he ultimately chose. So my my ring is actually a Morganite. And okay. that goes into my very particular side of me because I hate, he is a very strong word, Melissa. But I highly dislike <laughs> having something that everyone has. And... My mom and my sister, they're born in April and April's birthstone is a diamond. And so my whole life, I've been surrounded by these very clear crystals that to me are so basic. Like (laughs) out of all the gems in the world, you pick the clear one. You know, like there's there's blue, there's red, there's purple, there's black, there's brown, like the clear one, really? <laughs> so I I always hated diamonds <laughs> like since I was a kid and I knew one I didn't want a ring that everyone else had and then you know just going into like ethical rules and money and all that stuff it was a big thing for me and I told him I actually never the my style apparently is a solitaire I didn't know that mm-hmm. I thought it was a princess cut but apparently they're the same thing so I'm like, mm-hmm, whatever and so it was between this and I think a cushion and I actually have always wanted a cushion cut ring and I just said listen whichever one you want to go with I don't really care about at the, at the end of the day it's the stone that I want it's in 
um, morganites, each morganite is different. So one could be a little bit more peachy, one could be a little bit more pink, one might be darker in the pink tones. So like not one morganite looks the same. And so I was just like, as long as it looks pink, we're good. Um, after that, I don't care. And um, I was pleasantly surprised when he picked out the one that he got. Cause it was actually, you know, when you have two favorites, but you have one that's more of a favorite. <laughs> so this one was was definitely a little bit more of my favorite. And so I just I loved it. It was actually it's actually handmade and handcrafted by this small business owner on Etsy. So I just loved that even more that I was supporting someone of a small business. And it's I mean the the guy made it for me. Like no one else has my ring like at all. Yeah. And so it's just like man come on <laughs> like, it, oh man I, lo- I love my ring I mean I get stopped like at airports like what is that and I'm like well <laughs> so yeah <laughs> your ring is gorgeous by the way oh. friends earlier today who also has a Morganite ring who also got engaged at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens I was like so we're talking to somebody tonight who also has a Morganite so I was telling her all that and she was like oh my gosh and I'm like Seriously, though, like you don't see a lot of people with Morganite rings. They're beautiful. And I think we're finally getting to a point where people are realizing you don't have to get a diamond. Like it's quite fine to have an engagement ring that is not a diamond. Like it does not mean anything less of your relationship or whatever. Or even if people cared, who cared? Because it's not about them, right? Like you're the one that has to wear it. So anyway, but yes, your ring is beautiful. Just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) So after he proposed, you know, you were thinking about the wedding. I know you said before that you're a planner. So like who was in your bridal party? Because I feel like as women, like kind of sort of already know beforehand, like even before we get engaged, like who's going to be in your bridal party? So who was in yours? I had my whole entire wedding planned since I was like 16. <laughs> I mean, like everything. Oh, you, I wish you could talk to my sister. My sister used to think I was crazy. Like, you don't even have a man and you have a wedding. I had the dress. I had the venue. I had the colors. I had the theme. I had my flowers. I had my shoes. I had the dresses that all the girls were going to wear. I had everything. Like, and everybody did just that. Like, there was no, I didn't play no games with nobody. We're not going to do this today. And so my bridal party... I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> so it was only a select few people that I, I had options <laughs> to have anyways. But my bridal party consisted of my sister, my best friend, who's, she's like a sister at this point, my cousin, and actually two friends that one I made from work and one that I went to, I had a class with her. And she's like, she's she's Dominican. I call her my Dominican sister because we're both Gemini's. We're right here with one another. And so it was nice. It was five of us. It was chill. I was happy with just it being nice. Okay. So how did you propose to your bridal party? Oh, I did. Um, I did boxes. I did okay. little boxes. Oh, yeah. I'm extra, as they would say. And so I got them the whole uh, shebang. I made it myself. I didn't do the, the one that came already like design because I wanted to add that little personal touch to it and so 
I got like nice little white boxes with like burlap string and it was so cute. And I put inside their bridesmaids robe or, you know, my best friend had a maid of honor robe. And uh, I put in like a wine glass that said bridesmaid. They had like a little makeup bag that said bridesmaid or it said their duty. They each got a card that said, will you be my bridesmaid? <laughs> and, you know, just a little, like, I gave them, like, some makeup, like, eco-friendly makeup wipes. And just a little, you know, little <laughs> and stuff. Some earrings, you know, I was like, here's a little, you know, little something, something. And it was nice. It, it was like a little spa treatment inside of their boxes for them. It was cute. They enjoyed it. So. I love it. I find that like the boxes, they're very popular, you know, because you can, you know, be personal and, you know, you can add your own little touch to it. So Tania loves a good box. (laughs) I do. I do. And I think it, at least for me, it made it easier to kind of just give them everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. like at one time, because the day of the wedding, I mean, I gave them another gift, you know, the day of just something small, just to let them know, like, I appreciate you for doing all this with me. Because initially our wedding was supposed to be in March, this March. And two things, I don't want to say ruined it, but two things moved it. It was one, just the unknown factors of COVID, of course. And then I got, we found out we was pregnant in August. And so our engagement party our wedding was, our engagement party was actually supposed to be the same day our wedding was. So we completely like from, and I, I found out I was pregnant August 26. So we had literally one month to transform an entire wedding and none of, oh, I, I love my, I love everybody who was in our wedding. Not one person complained, not one person made a anything when I told them y'all gotta get your suits and dresses today they got them the next day they got their shoes they, it, it was uh I could cry about it because it was you know and I know I picked them out for a reason like these are people like these these are these are this is family at this point but not one complaint not one man it's too late it's too early nothing it was just like what you needed me to do I right, no problem do you need anything okay do you want the so it was, I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for a better party at all. Even from the groomsmen side, like they were anything I could have ever wanted. What tie you want me to get? What shoes you want me to get? What anything? Oh, they were amazing. I love them so much. Man, do you know that is such a blessing? Like, you don't know how many brides we've talked to. Someone always has a problem. Someone's always have an issue or like someone ends up losing a friend because of the drama that goes in being in a wedding party yeah being in yeah yeah so like that is such a blessing like not everyone has the opportunity to have it that easy you know or everything goes so smoothly I was talking to my coworker today and she was saying that one of her bridesmaids she told everyone to be at the church at 8 30 and like the bridesmaid was like well I'm getting my hair done and it's like you're not even made of honor, like you third in line, like something always goes on. (laughs) So yeah, so that's like, truly a blessing. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm not gonna, you know, I did lose a bridesmaid as a friend, for sure. But that was after the wedding. So I didn't care. You know what you want to do after the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I think I think it for me, at least I, I take weddings 
and being even being pregnant now, like just those roles very seriously. Like the people who are my godmothers, um, for my my baby girl, that you, it's a vital. These are vital roles for me. Like this isn't. Not everyone got to see me and my my husband become one. That to me was a that's a privilege. I don't care if I knew you since I was in diapers. I really don't care about that. You know, this yeah. is a moment in my life that I cherish. That is a commitment with me, him, and God. And a lot of people don't share that same enthusiasm, that same positivity. And I'm big on having positive energy around and just having good people around in general. And so as a friend, I require a lot out of my friends because I give a lot to my friends as a person. And so that's why I have such a small group of friends because I care, I care a lot. When I'm your friend, I, I you, you are family to me. The, the, I care for you all. If you're my friend, I have your location 24-7. My best friend, I know where she is at right now. Like there's, you know, and, and it's not, I'm not being crazy or anything, but like, you know, <laughs> I, I like knowing that you are okay. And obviously I'm not going to check it all the time, though I do, but like, it's just, <laughs> I need, I, I like knowing that you are doing well. You are okay. You are happy. You are in a healthy mindset. You are you know, everything you want in life is going well for you. You are achieving certain things. And, you know, I, and I, I, I let them know first, once, once they agreed to be a part of the wedding, don't give me no drum. <laughs> I, am, I, I don't, I don't play that. And they know me as a person. I'm not, I'm a drama free person. I really don't, I would, I, I sometimes beg for problems to come to me, which I shouldn't because that's just inviting the devil in but like my life is so boring and I have nothing else to do and like their life drama is so interesting and I'm like where do you get all this drama from like why does it just happen to you guys like this and so I they already know me don't if you have a problem with something keep it to yourself I'm sorry I love you but keep that to yourself (laughs) if you want to discuss something don't do it in the group message private message me we're not gonna do this in front of everybody because I might just I might just be nasty with you 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 don't know what kind of day you might have caught me in I don't know just let's do this nicely so we can get over it pretty nicely um and I I was honestly I was very fair and I was a bride that I would say I wasn't finicky I had a color choice for everybody it was blush pink (laughs) <laughs> I, at first I gave them a website. I said, this is your color option. You have about 20 dresses to pick from. Choose which dress you want. And then no one could choose. So I chose for them. <laughs> and it was just like, okay. After that, it was just like, you do your own hair. Just make sure it don't come. You don't come in looking crazy. That's all I ask. I don't care if you decide to cut it the day before. I don't care what you decide to do with yourself. Just make sure that if my mom look at you, She's not curious as to what's wrong with you. And I just, no one, no one came like that. I didn't care what shoes you had on. I didn't, make sure your dress looked the same. That's it. That's all I care about. And, and, you know, everything else was just, it was up to you how you wanted to look. Because I want I to make sure everyone looks comfortable or as comfortable as possible. And so that was, that was really my only, my only big thing. And after that, 
I mean, after they got their dresses, we were kind of just waiting around for the wedding to happen. We were just like, okay, what do we do now? Nice. I love that you were direct. You were straight to the point. You knew what you wanted. You were just on it from the beginning. Like you said, you planned your wedding at 16 years old. So I feel like you are the wedding planner's like ideal person because you know exactly what you want. You know the colors. You're not trying to mess around. It, like, is this or is this? Like, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So did you get to have a bachelorette? If so, like what were your, what was supposed to happen versus what actually happened? Cause you know, COVID just threw everything for a wrench. So. Oh yeah. So, okay. Now don't kill me for this, y'all. All right. But <laughs> because, and I, I don't like to say it like that because obviously everyone should be cautious and careful of what they do. But literally everybody in my bridal party is either a nurse or in the medical field some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So these people are taking COVID tests every twice every week. Right. And, you know, we all keep up with everything. And, you know, so if I wasn't pregnant, we would have, things would have went as planned, you know? And so technically we were supposed to have a, it was actually supposed to be this week. Oh, well, we were supposed to go on a skiing trip uh, to the Poconos. And of course I can't go skiing pregnant. And so (laughs) that was canceled. And then, you know, just once we found out we were pregnant, it was just like, all right, we're not using money for fun anymore. This is going to the baby now. And so that honestly is why we didn't have a trip together, but we do have like a one year kind of wedding anniversary trip planned because we don't, we never had a honeymoon. And so that was like, we can do something like a late bachelor, bachelorette kind of trip because we plan to do it with everyone together okay. so that we save money. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, we all like each other. So it was just like, hey, let's just, let's just come together. It's fine. But instead, I actually went to New York to September 11th because that's my best friend's birthday. And we threw her a surprise party because she's awesome and she deserves it. And um, I just told everyone, bring your robes. And <laughs> I had all my wedding stuff there at my house because my mom was actually my wedding planner. I told her everything I wanted. I told her the colors and the kind of flowers that I wanted. And that was it. I didn't even pick out my own dress. So like she did everything for me. Hmm. and we literally just I had apple cider and they had their little liquor or whatever and we had like a little like shinding after her (laughs) birthday party and that to me was like the the most fun I've had (laughs) the whole time so I was happy I'm I'm really simple with things like that so I was I was like hey you know this is cute this is our little makeshift bachelorette party is lit you know so that's really what we did it was simple but it was nice i like that that's cute (laughs) so did you have a bridal shower oh no because i i my well i wasn't i wasn't going to have a bridal shower technically but our engagement party was supposed to be the 26th of september which ended up being our wedding day gotcha okay we just kind of skipped over (laughs) all of that yeah that makes sense 
So I know a little bit earlier you were talking about your engagement. Um, you all were engaged after a year and a half, but then you all got married in like a three month time span. Like why so quick? I never wanted a big wedding. I, I have a huge family. My dad's side of the family alone, when I was like doing the guest list, was like 75 people. I didn't even count my mom's family yet, let alone my husband's family yet. And so I'm like, I wanted to cap it at 75 and my dad's family just made it to 75. And I, I like people, but not that much. And so <laughs> I didn't, I really, I didn't, I didn't want a big wedding. But my, my mom, I'm her first, I'm her firstborn. And so she was just like, I'm not doing anything. I want you to have this kind of wedding. And I'm like, well, who's paying for it? Because it's not going to be me and it's not going to be him. So who? I don't have, I don't have a dad to just fork over all the money for that. This isn't this isn't the late 90s anymore. You know, we're not doing that anymore, Mom. And so she said she'll pay for the wedding. I said, oh, so you do what you want then. Oh, you want to pay for it? Go ahead. And we had we we had the venue set up, we had put down a deposit and everything. And then our the the wedding originally in March was gonna be like over 20k. And that to me, knowing my mom, single mother, raising three children by herself that hurt me a lot I mean I cried a lot over that because though she said that she, she was going to be fine she was she, she was going to get the money because this is something that she wants to give her daughter it bothered me seeing her put herself in something like that you know I, I felt like that should be it would, should be the opposite I should be giving my mom 20k you know and so I hated the idea of her spending that much money. And I hated the idea of spending that much money for one day. Give me the 20K so I can put a down deposit on a house. Like, why would you spend 20K on a day for people that I don't really like and will complain about how the food wasn't good, how the music wasn't popping, or how my dress could have been better? For what? I, I'm okay. And so honestly, it was really God because I prayed... <laughs> I prayed so much that the wedding wouldn't happen <laughs> so that she wouldn't have to spend that much money. And we got pregnant and it was just like, I told my mom and I was like, hey, so now that I'm pregnant, what do you want to do? We can either move the wedding date after the baby's born and still have it the way that you would like, or we can do it the way that I said I wanted to do it and just make it small, do it at this venue and just call it a day. And at first she was like, no, 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 no. We're just going to move the date. And then literally like two days later, she was like, I don't know what I was thinking. Forget that. We're not, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're just going to do it at the other venue, cut costs and everything. So our wedding went from 20K to five. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. And so it was, it, and it was even more of a blessing because my, the venue that we had it in is actually my cousin's. So she was able to, you know, pull some extra strings, you know, those songs, songs. So I was so blessed to be able to have all of those benefits at least. But yeah, that was honestly really the reason, the real reason why we pushed it so early. And I didn't mind getting married so early. I feel like 
a lot of people would say like, oh, but you didn't experience the fiance stage. You wasn't a fiance long enough. And I mean, what does it matter? I'm, I'm his wife. I'm with him. Exactly. It is what it is. Exactly. You know, I have the ring. It's the same ring. And <laughs> nothing changed. Yeah. So it's just like, I guess, but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even change it. Honestly, I loved the fact that I had the wedding of my dream personally. So. Oh, what was the vision that you had for your wedding? Um, my original wedding was like 80K in my head. Okay. At least I thought that that's what was supposed to be normal. Everything was, everything was just, eh, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, you're a little crazy, Melissa. Um, but honestly, nothing much changed. My, like I mentioned before, I'm a really big like nature enthusiast. I love the outdoors. If I could live in a cottage, I would, but my husband's not ready for that yet. And so I I wanted, because when we were having it, it whether it was March or September, we, we had a, technically we had a destination wedding because we no longer live in New York, but New York is finicky. Like September, some Septembers could be hot, some Septembers could be freezing. And so we weren't sure what this September would have brought us. And my mom just didn't want to deal with the idea of maybe it was going to rain or maybe because I wanted an outdoor wedding. And so she was like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. But I can make the indoor feel like it's up. So I was like, okay, I like that. Now, mind you, I... I I did not know anything until I walked into the venue. Not a thing. I didn't. I told my mom. When I told you my mom planned everything, I told my mom. She knows my favorite colors. So I told her I want pink, white, and gold. And she knows my favorite color is rose gold. So try to add her somewhere in the mix. And that was it. And she knows I love fresh flowers. And literally, I didn't. I had. I had. I had nothing. I didn't say anything else to her. That was honestly the only thing I said to her, and she took it, ran with it, created it, and made it the wedding that we had. And I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know what flowers were gonna be there. I didn't know how the centerpieces were gonna look. I didn't know how the tables were set. I didn't know a thing. Like, I walked in just as surprised as everybody else. <laughs> and to me, for me to be able to trust my mom that much, my mom was my rock. So I would have, tr- I trust her with anything. She, I mean, she, she buys most of my clothes. She bought this outfit that I'm wearing right now. And so, like, it, <laughs> I have that much trust that she knows, she knows her daughter. And I mean, she, like I said, she bought my dress, she bought my veil, she, like, I don't know how many brides can say that my mom bought my dress for me and I actually liked it and I wore it. I mean, she did everything, every single thing. And it was beautiful. I still have people to this day like, your wedding was beautiful. It was so nice. So I was just like, tell, I tell her that, man. That was not me. That was not me at all. <laughs> wow. I was about to DIY this whole thing for y'all. It was not going to be like this at all. <laughs> wow. Like you, uh, like you gave her free reigns and like she 
honestly lived out her dream as well, you know, especially because how beautiful it turned out. She got the best of both worlds, basically. Like she was able to plan your wedding, but then also plan it the way that she envisioned as well, you know? And not every mother has the opportunity to do that because it's like a little tug of war with, you know, like moms and daughters, <laughs> especially during like the wedding time period. Oh, so, oh, yes. but yeah, so, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And she never had a, a formal wedding. You know, she did a little courthouse wedding, which is fine. Yeah. But this was definitely like, there were some things where I was like, oh, but can we have this? She's like, no. And I'm like, all right. And man, I don't want to argue. And like I said, my, I, I think also just being pregnant, um, my first trimester was, I mean, I was throwing up every day, all day for anything. I couldn't hold anything down. It was just the worst, honestly. The only day I didn't, I can't even say that because I threw up on my wedding day too. But like, it, <laughs> it was just terrible. And um, that was also a reason why I just kind of relinquished all like power to her. It was just like, I, I'm not in the mood to do anything. Like, I just, I don't have time for this. And I'm also still in school. So to me, school always comes first. So I'm like, if someone can take this job for me, <laughs> Because nobody's going to do my schoolwork. So can someone do the wedding? If that's okay with y'all. And she she took it on. And she made the calls. I was like, yeah, you're the best. Love it. Oh. So we like asking this question. But did you get a chance to eat the food on your wedding day? And if so, what was the food? Tell us about it. Because, you know, that's one of the things people leave your wedding talking about. It's like, oh, she looks so beautiful and the food was good. <laughs> well, the chicken was dry. Now, hopefully the chicken wasn't dry. So <laughs> how was your food? Oh, no. Oh, man. To this day, <laughs> to this day, I cry about how I did not eat food. And it wasn't because I was busy walking and talking because we were still very much I don't even want to say social distancing because there's only so much distance you can have <laughs> at a wedding. But um, I wasn't I wasn't really like meeting and greeting with people. I would say hi, you know, what's up? Take a little picture, and then all right, bye. Um, I was seated most of the time because my immediate family, they every, anybody anybody in the bridal party, they all knew I was. And so you know, everybody's like, do you want something? Do you want something? What's I could not, I had food aversions the whole first trimester. So I couldn't eat a thing, even the stuff that I wanted to eat. I mean, my mom prepared us a plate. I didn't have, we didn't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Plate was there and I just looked at the food and cried. Because I couldn't, I, I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat a thing. I tried. I, you don't, you don't understand. I tried. <laughs> and I just, nothing. It was, it was so bad. Oh man. So I made it up for Thanksgiving, okay. but it was so bad. <laughs> but I have to say, everything was everything was made. Um, my mom, oh, once again, my mom made most of the food. She had my aunts chip in. You know, everything was just it, we, we Haitians. We we like to cook, so everything was good. Even my American friends, like we had like vegetarian options for them because lots of our food incorporates a lot of vegetables and stuff. So they were like, "This is good. I've never had Haitian food before," and I'm like. Hey, you didn't know what you was missing out on. And so it was, oh man, yeah, I really wish I could eat my wedding food. It hurts my heart. 
grave to this day because there was nothing left like people took the aluminum pans as to-go plates like that's how much of nothing <laughs> left oh man they were not and we had to-go plates but they were like nah i need the aluminum pan and so like it was man it was lit nah <laughs> it was good it was not an inch of food left not even the cake i don't eat cake the cake was gone after we cut it like literally someone took my cake topper like that's how that's how much of the cake was gone. Someone took the cake topper. I'm like, you know, that was for us, right? That's not your name. Um, everything was gone. Fruit table and everything was gone. Like there was nothing left. So that meant the food was good. Oh, yeah, not. Listen, behind Liberian food, Haitian food, like. Jean Jean and like grill, like well, this is when I was eating meat, but like grill, like and it all it is so good. So oh, yeah. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> y'all I'm hungry right now. <laughs> um, so all right, so what were three highlights from the night? Ooh, three highlights from the night. I would say getting ready at the hotel. My my cousin did my makeup, which was to me such a like a, a special moment because she she inspired me a lot. Um, just to like you know branch out, do your own thing. Don't don't kind of like listen to the family in a sense. And um, for she's on my mom's side of the family, and so there's only three girls that my mom's side has, and you know we. We make up the two and my sister makes up the third one. And so it's just us and we call each, you know, we call each other sisters. And so she did my makeup and it was just such, like I tried not to cry so much. And um, so that was definitely like a nice, like heartwarming moment. And I have so many pictures of her like doing my makeup and it was, it was beautiful. I loved it. Uh, second was actually seeing my, my husband, like for the first time, well, you know, just walking down the aisle and seeing him. I also tried not to cry again because the song, uh, it was a combination of the song that was playing and then just seeing him, he had his nice little fresh cut and everything. I was just like, you got your makeup done, Melissa, don't do this. And so (laughs) makeup will make me not cry. And so it was, that was like, it was so nice because I kept hearing, everybody kept saying like, he's so nervous. He is so nervous. And once again, he does not like surprises. So he's obviously, he didn't see my dress. He didn't see how I look. And so it was just the anticipation of him waiting for me to like to come. And he was just sweating bullets. And just seeing him like nervous for me, it's just like, boy, I live with you. Like, <laughs> you see me all the time. But it was it was obviously a different moment for him. So it was just like, oh, I got to see him in a different space that I never saw before. And so that was definitely special moment number two. Oh my gosh, my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my third moment. Oh man, honestly, I can, I don't honestly I can't even choose to be honest. Like I that whole night was was special and as as cliche as that sounds <laughs> like from from the moment that we we first kissed as husband and wife to the time that we got back to our hotel room i want like i i smiled until it hurt and through you know and no one you know 
as I announced my pregnancy, not one person, even in my wedding photos, everyone's like, I can't believe you was going through all this stuff. Cause like it, it was in that small time that <laughs> we actually had a wedding. I, I wasn't nauseous. I didn't throw up. I didn't do anything. I couldn't eat, but like there was just this moment of just joy and love and peace and unity just in the room that it was, it was just felt through like everyone. And it was, it was, it was one of those moments that I, 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 if I could record and go back all the time, I would, I really would. It, it was just, it, man, I, I loved my wedding. I loved it to death. It was, it was the best day of my life, honestly. Y'all, y'all should see her like talk about this. I feel like at times, like you tear up and then like cheesing like real hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, because I'm trying not to, because it's just like, stop it, Melissa. But like, it's, you know, because like I said, I, I've dreamt about being married for so long. I don't know, I, don't, I really don't know why I did, <laughs> but like, I never had, and crazy enough, and you know, most people, I guess in my position who I never had a positive look on marriage. My mom was married, but my dad cheated and you know she got divorced or whatever. So I never really had like, oh my gosh, look at this happy couple I want to be like. I never had that. And I I never looked at celebrities or anybody else as idols or anything. And so I I never understood where that infatuation with just having someone for the rest of my life truly came from, because I never seen a positive union before. But when that day finally happened, and then, you know, just being, I feel like in the combination of us, you know, being pregnant, it was, it was a moment, it, it just felt like we, like me, the baby and him, we just shared like this beautiful like moment together. And he wouldn't stop touching my stomach. And I'm trying to tell him like, bro, not everybody knows I'm pregnant. You're making it look crazy. Like, stop. And so it was just, it was just, uh, it was the best. I, I, I can't, I can't even say that. I can't stop saying that enough. Like it was really the best day of my life. Just having everyone that I love. I seen family that I haven't seen for 10 years. Like it was just like, wow this is really happening. Like I'm with, and mind you, I was the first person, I'm the only person in my age group from 20 to 30 to be married in my, in both sides of my family. The last person that got married was 16 years ago. So it's been 16 years since someone else got married and I'm the only person in my age group that got married. And so I don't want to say there was pressure because everyone knew like, Melissa was going to do that, you know? Anyways, like I was just that kind of girl, but it was, it was, it was a moment just like everybody kind of waited for, like everybody wanted a wedding at one point. And it was just like, yeah, we finally got our wedding after 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. And so it was like, everybody was equally as happy as we were. So it was uh, no drama, no anything. It was the best, man. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do it again. That's so precious. <laughs> Thanks. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait until it's my turn. <laughs> oh, yes. It's so fun. I'm telling you, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I have to stop smiling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I know that you all had to, you know, like decrease the amount of guests um, that attended your wedding, but like how many people did you end up inviting overall? <laughs> 
Uh, this number might not make y'all happy, but um, <laughs> we had during that time because New York was doing so well with COVID, um, they had a eighty person max for indoor activities. I think mm-hmm. so. That was that was our number. We had about eighty people, give or take. Um, but the venue, the I mean, like I said, just doesn't really matter. Venue was pretty big. Everyone was spaced out really nicely. Um, we had thousands, literally, of hand wipes going around all the time. Everybody, obviously, as soon as you came in, wiped your hands, wash your hands, went to the restroom before you ate food. Like everything. Like my mom's a nurse, so she made sure like you're not touching my pregnant daughter with your nasty little fingers. You know, like there was a lot of precaution, especially towards me, um, just to make sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. But like I said, literally 95% of the people that attended the wedding were in the medical field some way, shape or form. So they were already like, we're not here to play games. And I thank God that not one person, and I, the oldest person that was there was probably like in her 90s. Not one person got a case. Not one person got sick. Not one person. Oh, yeah. I'm thankful for that all the time because, like I said, things happen for a reason. And everything led up to it being in September for a reason because it just it just got worse after that. Right. And so we were lucky to be able to have it. And like everybody was good. Everybody took their COVID test that next day <laughs> and then reached out to me again because they had to take it again for work and everybody was like we're good we're clear and I was like thank you Jesus awesome we did good we did good guys so yeah, yeah that was a blessing to be able to have that yeah. many people and everybody was everybody was safe was amen. amen yes so knowing what you know now what do you wish you would have done differently if anything um, I probably wouldn't have had that last bridesmaid as my bridesmaid, <laughs> just because we ended up, we're not friends at the moment, um, which really bothered me because it's just like, I had you at my wedding, man. That just, that, that was a, that was a nerve. I didn't like being touched. Yeah. Um, so that honestly, that was, that was, that was the only thing I would, I would even, I can't, I would, I would never say I wish I wasn't pregnant because I'm not a drinker anyway. So what was I what was I gonna do and like I said my mom being a nurse she was like if you want to have a little champagne you can it's fine and I'm like girl I'm good I, I have my apple cider please <laughs> and so I don't yeah nothing I I I did, I did everything how I wanted it to be and so I'll do it exactly the same again I love how like your family is like heavy like in the medical profession you know so they they had you protected <laughs> oh what my even my bride my maid of honor she's a nurse too so <laughs> she was not playing yeah <laughs> she did not. there was no everybody like we had we had masks like the groomsmen had masks you know bridesmaids had masks like these like personals like really cute masks and everything so like we were it was I mean, like I said, everybody knew our situation. So even beforehand, everybody quarantined. Everybody made sure, like, we're not going to put Melissa in in harm's way at all. Like, we yeah. will fight <laughs> if, if we care that Melissa's sick. Because I, I have a weak immune system. I have the sickle cell trait. So I was already compromised, just being yeah. in that space already. 
And so immediately after, my mom's like, are you okay? You feeling good? Everything's okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm feeling I'm great. I just wish I'd stop throwing up, but I'm great. <laughs> like, you know, I'm doing fine. So it was, yeah, no, it was, it's a blessing to be able to have that many people watch out for you and they know what they're talking about because I mean, they're seeing it every day. So it's definitely was, it was amazing. Yeah. I, I think back to the, um, going back to your bridesmaid comment, like Tania said earlier, we definitely recently talked to a few brides that, um, you live and you learn because like you try so hard not to have certain people in your bridal party, like have the right people in your bridal party. And sometimes things reveal themselves as you're going through or even afterwards. And there's nothing you can do sometimes to figure that out. But once you know, you know, and you move forward. It's, it's sad, but anyway, last question for you. So what advice would you give to a bride going through something similar to you? So, you know, like maybe having to have a shortened engagement for whatever reason, or, you know, just think of if you weren't you, but, or if there was another you out there and you heard about her, what would you want to tell her so that she can have just as magical of a day? Well, um, first, if she's a person of faith, pray. Um, <laughs> because that to me, I, I always, I'm a big person of faith. So I could, I could not have done anything without God. I, I can't even act like I can do anything without him. So that to me, that was all him. Um, having a great system as far as planning things out. This is a day in your life that goes by so quickly. Um, oh my gosh. It goes by so quickly. I'm just remembering we forgot it was our... <laughs> three-month wedding anniversary the other day <laughs> and so it's one of those things like that day really is wake up get ready alter eat done <laughs> and if you have people I'm lucky I had people I had someone record everybody walking in me walking in like I had someone record like all of those moments aside from the photographer and videographer but just in a personal you know more personal kind of outlook and because you won't remember you know things go by in such a a, a a rush that you won't remember and the littlest things where people sat table settings how little things looked like when it comes to that day I guarantee you're not even going to notice that's one and it's not going to be important when for me, at the end of the day, marrying the person that I loved was the goal. Everything else was fluff to me, in all honesty. I could have gotten married to him in an apartment. I really didn't care. And so, but having, definitely having at least a plan out. If you don't know what color you want, at least know the colors you may want. You know, it doesn't have to be specific. I knew the kind of pink I wanted. But if you're not as particular as I am, you know, at least like something pastel, something more spring, something more fall, you know, at least just kind of having those categories down definitely makes it easier, whether you're having a planner or you're doing it yourself. 
Um, it makes it easier because wedding stuff, there's a lot of different colors and pink is not pink for every brand. Red is not red for every brand and so on. And so, like I said, just having those things down definitely helps lessen that stress. Having a great support system is crucial. If you are in a situation where you're, you're not, you know, you're not really fond of, let's say your mom, sadly, or your, your, your father, or you don't have that many friends, or, you know, you're just kind of someone that always did things on their own. Um, it definitely will feel a lot more pressuring for you to do this one big day by yourself, especially when on a day like that, everybody just wants to have everyone come together at least for once. Um, but that's when that plan can come into place and it's like okay you know what it's okay I know what I want or at least I know kind of what I want Pinterest is my best friend and YouTube I would see what other people did and like my color theme or like if I did this color theme how what are the options that would come out and I would pick out like oh, maybe I want to do that maybe I'll do this and I'll just kind of like put together like my own little wedding idea and just kind of, I made like a whole list of like, okay, if I had it in springtime, what are the costs? What are this? Well, flowers are available in the spring. And like, I just kind of like made a whole list together just to lessen that load for my, my mom. But if you are blessed with having a great support system, you have your parents around and you have, you know, a good set of friends, give them jobs, <laughs> relieve that stress on yourself. I think a lot of times, especially for weddings and, you know, those special moments, we want to just do everything ourselves. You know, it's like, it's my day. It's my day. And granted, it is definitely your day, but it does not have to cause you gray hairs. It does not have to cause you to be a bridezilla and all those things because people can help you. They, they really can. And if you give people the guidance, the proper guidance to say, hey, this is what I want. This, these are my expectations. You can either fulfill them or you could be replaced. The choice is totally up to you. I have no problem saying that to my, my support system because I wanted them to understand how real this was to me. I'm not playing. I don't want to hear that you're getting your nails done the day of the wedding. That should have been something that you did two days before. You're going to have to come in with no nails. I'm sorry, honey. Like, it is what it is. Or we're going to have to do some press-ons today. You know, and I was that bride that I had press-ons for my wedding day because I could not, I didn't, I don't like getting my nails done, actually. And I was gluing up my little press-ons day of. I was like, okay, girl, we're a little late, but... <laughs> you know, and so it's those things where I, I, gave, I gave everybody a task. Hey, you're going to make sure that all the groomsmen have everything that they need. Okay, hey, you're going to make sure that all the flowers get to who they need to get to. Hey, you're going to make sure that my husband ain't bugging out right now. <laughs> you're going to make sure, you know, and they enjoyed that because, like I said, after some time when, you know, because the guys are really what makes everything like slow like because they pick out their tux like a week before they're like slow with everything and so the girls like we got our dresses like a month before and everything like we had everything ready and we were just kind of waiting and i was like what do y'all want to do what are you, what, are you guys bored i feel like you're you're bored like let's let's do something and so 
we, we planned like, what would we do for the day? What kind of music would we have playing? Who would bring some food to entertain us? Who would, you know, and it's just like, okay, we have something to do still. It's not just like, we're not doing anything. And so that to me was really, really important. It kind of just, it made everyone feel more relaxed. Like this was our wedding and not just my wedding. Um, it made everyone feel like they were actually a part of something, though they were a part of it, but like, I got to do something. I got to, <laughs> I got to actually help out and I got to, you know, do this and do that. And so that to me is, I, I think that was like a big thing that I was able to do is just give everybody some roles, relieve. And like, I mean, I, like I said, I was blessed enough. I didn't have any pressure. I didn't even have a role myself. My role was to get dressed and get to the living room. And that was it. I didn't have anything else to do. And so, you know, it, it's, it's just those things. That and give yourself time to relax before the wedding. No matter what kind of relationship you're in, whether you've never lived with the person, whether you've always lived with them like I, we did, or, you know, anything even in between, Give yourself that time to, you know, hone in what's happening because there's a lot of, you know, fears, cold feet, a lot of things can happen right before you're about to get married. And, you know, just having that moment of insight, like this is, this is happening. I'm excited for this moment. I've wished for this moment. It's happening to me. I'm thankful for this moment, you know, just kind of taking it all in and being thankful and just happy for everything that is happening even if the worst came to worst the day of you know just trying to always keep that positive vibe just going out it's just like you know what I'm not gonna stress right now I'm not gonna worry about this I'm not going to do it. I feel like it, it definitely is easier said than done but it, it really does help. It really does allow you to just actually take in, like, hey, I'm about to be a wife, or you know, I'm about to be about to be someone's life partner for life. Like, that's a beautiful moment to be able to actually be in and not worry. Oh my gosh, my veil. Oh my gosh, my shoes. Oh my god, I'm about to be someone's wife. I'm gonna marry the love of my life. This is amazing. I am happy. I am blessed. You know, just kind of taking in those moments and really taking the day for what it is. Like I said, you will forget about it when it's done. <laughs> Most of the stuff that you remember is because there were pictures. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it's, it's oh man, it's done. Just have fun, have as much fun as you can. The day, like when you're actually in the wedding, try to have time or have someone. Once again, those jobs are really important because we had people make sure that, hey, they're eating. Can't talk to them right now, man. Don't be around them right now. You know, like, eh, I know you want to take some pictures, but relax. <laughs> Let them have their time. She's tired. <clears throat> Calm down. We'll take pictures in a few moments or, you know, you know, it's good to be able to, like, after, you know, you guys kiss and you're, you know, just together, where it's just like, ah, we did this. We did this right now, you know, and just be together without everyone just kind of being in your face and wanting to hug and touch and this and that. It's just like, look at us. We're doing this. We did this. This is us. This is great. And so, yeah, I guess that goes in with enjoying the moment, but that, yeah, for sure. I think those are like, some things, some advice that I would definitely give 
applied because it really goes by so quickly and then soon enough it's a year and you're like sheesh <laughs> back. that is very true all the planning and anticipation and then you finally get there and it's over before you know it and it's so hard to soak up being in that moment when you're in that moment but hey I mean what can you do just get married again I guess um all right so this week's piece of unsolicited advice as you guys know I do unsolicited advice every week um and depending on where the spirit is leading me it might be for brides it might be for grooms it might be for grooms to be vendors whoever whatever but this week my advice is actually fairly simple it's kind of inspired based on our conversation tonight but it was also something i went through please make sure to do the very very like everything you can do before the day of your wedding do it before the day of your wedding do not be trying to get your nails done or trying to put on press on nails on your wedding day like it's so stressful like who knows how much time you got to sleep the night before, whether you were anxious or nervous, or maybe you had a great night's rest, but you don't want to wake up and think and look down at your nails and think, oh gosh, well now I got to do that. Like I was polishing my nails maybe less than two hours before my wedding. So just don't do that guys. So that's my advice for this week. So who would you like to shout out this week as far as your vendor love? Um, the vendor that I would love to shout out is Just Dream Events. They were actually my venue. Um, sadly, I do not know anything else because I was not a part of the planning <laughs> process. But they, I mean, they were amazing. Um, their venue um, incorporates everything that you would need to plan a party. And um, they're based in New York, in Queens specifically. So they're amazing. They're Black-owned. They're Haitian. It's just, you know, it's the best. And, I mean, they will be able to transform your vision into an actual reality. So just dream events, for sure. That's my venue. Nice. Okay. Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? So I am going to shout out... A hairstylist based in the Atlanta area. If you're looking for like kind of that luxury bridal hair look, you know, the 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 wedding bun or you know, kind of the cascading curls in your base in Atlanta, or I mean if you're just looking for a hairstylist show, look up Victoria Sky Alexander. Her Instagram is styles by sky s k-y-e underscore and look her up see if um you know pull up her style she's on style seat so you can pull her up see what appointments are available um but she does a really really great job at hair um relaxed hair natural hair um but i mean honestly if you really want like a really good hairstyle and uh you're considering bridal hairstylist or hairstylist that can do bridal hair in the atlanta area i would look up miss victoria sky so that is the vendor i'm shouting out this week what about you tania yeah so this week i'm actually going to be shouting out a wedding planner 
Um, she's based out of North Florida. So she knows Vanessa Hayward. She knows, you know, a lot of the vendors that we have either had on the show or we have shouted out in the past. So um, she is, you know, part of that crew. Her name is Latarsha Bradwell. Um, and again, she is the owner and lead creative of the Designery event. Her designs, she is a party planner at heart, but her events that she creates, like y'all just need to go to her page and check her out. She is on IG at the Designery event on IG, and she can also be found on Facebook at the Designery event on there. So yeah, if you are in need of an event planner, party planner, she does it all. Go look her up. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Melissa, where can people follow you, find you, learn more about your life? Oh, yes. So I am on Instagram and I am on Facebook. They're both, it's both the same name. It's it's Laura's Corner. No underscores, no numbers, no anything. Just it's Laura's Corner. Straight like that. And yeah, you find me there. My page is public. So you're just free to stalk if you want to. It's okay. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I I enjoy having those platforms and spreading out, you know, whether it's maternity or education, since I am a professor, and just you know, being authentically me as much as I can, publicly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Tania, where can people find us? So. Of course, you can find us on huido.com, which I hope that you have visited our site. But you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. And you may be seeing us on YouTube soon. Yes. Here we kick open that YouTube door, child. We're getting that video content money. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, for real, 2021, we're definitely trying to step up more video content. Um, So you'll be seeing a lot more of us uh, in our almost two years of, well, you know, year and a half. Yeah, girl. Of doing this. Lisa, that's it for us tonight. Um, that's all we have for you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. This was awesome. You guys are amazing. Aww. I love this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So much. <laughs> like it, it was a pleasure, honestly, listening to your story and learning more mm-hmm. about like yeah. relationship. And so. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you again next Wednesday. Hope to see you guys again. Oh yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye.